The time has come. I like that. The time is now for Victoria Stellwell's Positively Podcast. She's a world-renowned dog trainer. Seen enough dogs today, have you? She's the host of It's Me or the Dog. I'm coming to train you. Along with co-host Holly Furfer. You don't play around with that name, do you? I am a fan of Shwethy Balls. She's Victoria Stilwell, and she's ready to go. This is a lovely way to start the day. You get the busy bee. I need to trim her whiskers. I see some poo here. I feel a little bit better now because I'm the only one who usually feels stupid during the podcast. Now, let's head to the studio and get this Positively Podcast started. Hello again. I know you. Hey. Well, um, <laughs> we're we're back, and today we're going to be talking about your uh, old dogs or old dogs, senior dogs. Yeah. Senior dogs and little dogs. Kind of like me. I'm getting old there too. So let's talk about things. And old. I'm not far well, behind, Holly. Let me tell you. So I just have to tell you that I'm starting to do these uh, working out. I'm trying to like get better because I've eaten my way through the holidays. I know it. I admit it. Every year I let myself go from Thanksgiving to my birthday. And then um, I Happy get Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. Um, I'm still celebrating. I'll be celebrating all year for the record. I think until you should. next birthday. <laughs> um, and so, and then I'm doing these classes. So I did like this morning, I did yoga and then I thought, oh, let me try and, You know, yoga's difficult, but I, I can I love do yoga. Some, yeah. I I'm getting into it twice a week. I do strength. I've been doing strength classes. I've been doing a whole bunch of different classes. And this morning I thought, you know, I am going to start my meditation classes. <laughs> that is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Meditation. Okay. First of all, the way my brain works, and you know, I can do 12 things at once. Oh, look, a puppy. And like, I am, if you know, I, I'm everywhere, right? My brain does not shut down. And that's why I think I go from zero to 100, 100 to zero. Like, my husband always can't understand how, how is it that you can get in bed and boom, within 30 seconds, you're asleep? Because otherwise, my brain keeps going and I can't, I have to shut it down. So I started with the meditation and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, am I sitting up straight enough? Okay, she wants, well, maybe I should be leaning forward. My, my shoulder's back. Okay, where should my hands be? Like, meanwhile, it's a 20-minute meditation, and now I'm seven minutes in, and I'm still <laughs> not into my position. And then she's like, okay, see the ray of light. Like, open up. Feel all your cells, the energy in your cells. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't feel anything, but maybe it'll come to me. And then it's like, now in the top of your head, it's like a ray of light coming in and feel it, the warmth. And I'm thinking to myself, I do it in my basement. It's kind of cold down here and I've got the goosebumps and, you know, maybe I should have worn something warmer. And then she's like, and then it goes through here to here and it's going through and she goes, make it feel like warm honey going through your body. And I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. Oh. I never <laughs> like, honest to God, how do people do this? Like every time I'm like, no, 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 back up. Focus on what she's saying. And my mind just kept going. And finally, honest to God, I'm like, I'm not sitting up straight enough. And now there's 11 minutes left. And I'm like, maybe I should lay on the floor. So I lay on the floor and I'm looking up at the ceiling and I'm like, all right, close your eyes. And I can't open up. Oh, look at that. Cause my face basement's unfinished, but I put a little area with carpet and mats. And I like that it's cooler when I do the big workout things. Cause I'm doing it with an app online. Great classes. But then I look up and I'm like, Oh, Somehow the insulation is not right up oh there. Oh my god! Why you, I mean, it just I see, bombed miserably. That's reason why <laughs> sometimes exercise, meditating in your house is very hard. I don't even know where I could meditate, like anywhere. Like I don't even know where I could. Oh, but it, it's difficult when you have a right. mind that is as busy as yours and mine. Oh gosh! 
It's really hard to meditate. Have you done it? It's almost exhausting. Yes, <laughs> but very bad. And then she's telling you, focus on your breathing. And I'm starting to focus on my breathing, and I realize I think I'm hyperventilating yeah. now because I'm trying to do everything she's saying. I'm getting lightheaded. And Anyway, so maybe uh, I should have started with a 10-minute class instead of a 20-minute. So tomorrow I'm going to try a 10-minute class. There's also um, a 10-minute um a 10-minute class. And I'll tell you, I, I, I do not get paid for them. I'm not. But it's the Peloton app. I do not own a Peloton. I don't own a machine. It's too expensive oh, yeah, for yeah. me. I wish I could afford it, but I can't. But they have an app. It's like 13 bucks a month, and you have access to all their classes. And there's training and cycling and ah. running and meditation and yoga. And, you know, it's so great. And it, you could do either an individual class, and you, you can download it, or you mm-hmm. can just stream it. Or you can do a program. Or you can do a live class. Join a live class, Right. Or you can just um, like do a, like a two week like get you how to learn learn how to run in four weeks. I'm gonna do that in the spring because I am not a runner. Start running? No, I mean I'm not. Um, you know what? Here's the here's the thing. If somebody would just put a headband with a Snickers hanging in front of it, <laughs> then you'd probably be like a you marathon. <laughs> you'd be great. I'm telling you, I don't run. But I do, I walk and it's, yeah. um, my husband says it, calls it my old lady walk, right? <laughs> because I don't run, because I don't like running. It's like, oh, you're such, like, you're, you're like an old lady. I do it too. But, but I, I walk really fast. Oh. I walk really fast and I get my heart pumping and I do my two to three, four miles sometimes and I do it and I do my yoga twice a week, but I do a class and I go to a class. Yeah. See, because if I'm good. in my house, I cannot do it. So I go to a class and, um, at the end of the class, you have like a 10-minute sort of meditation time oh, where yeah, you just yeah. completely relax. And my favorite teacher is just, she's amazing. And you relax. And I I, I feel so good after mm. that. Um, I guess but, I need oh. to do, but, I, you know, here's my problem is that I don't go, like, for me, if I, ha- if I get home, I, ha- I walk my dogs every night, right? So I can't go to a class after work. Because then by the time I get home, it's dark. Yep, and then once right. I get home and walk my dogs, I don't want to leave my house again, especially in the winter. So that's why and I've been doing it at like 5.30, 6 a.m. in the morning you before have? I start oh my day. Oh, my gosh. So we'll see how long. I'm trying to build a habit. It takes four weeks to build a habit. So I'm pushing. My, like this morning, I was like, I don't want to do it. It's Sunday. But I'm, I didn't get up so early. I got up at like 9 this morning because I was tired. But I pushed uh, if I can do it for four weeks in a row. And then I would like to try that. Running class. I will tell you that um, I do have a small confession. I tried doing meditation, like um, it's a meditation for sleep, <laughs> and, and and I fell asleep like within sixty seconds. Oh wow! I was like, apparently it works. Wow, it does. No, I was just exhausted, and mm. I don't like I can't. You know what I mean? I go zero to hundred. So anyway, but um, there you have it. But here's the thing that's really um interesting, which is great. It used to be I used to. It's harder now to get up early because my dogs used to get me up to go out. They're like, you know, six o'clock, five o'clock, boom. And then I would get up by the time I go downstairs and let them out. I'm awake, so I might as well stay awake. Now, these dogs, because they're older, uh, Cashmere's 12, Barnsley's 13, um, they sleep until, like, Cashmere, she's like a teenager, or now like an old lady. She doesn't get out of bed until we wrangle her at, like, 10 or 10.30. Like, yeah. come on, get up. Barnsley will get up around 9, 9.30. He'll, but, like, she's like, oh, hell no, I'm not getting up. Like, it's amazing how they change when they get older. They do. They do. I mean, you know, they're, they're, we're getting older. They're getting older. And you change. Your body, your your rhythms change. Sometimes uh, people who are elderly, they might sleep more in the day and less at night. We see yeah. a lot of dogs that do that as well. They sleep 
in the day, but they have a problem at night. Mm. Some dogs start to develop senior dogs kind of almost night terrors, or they pace, or they get real separation issues, or they become, if they're not going deaf, they they become very hyper aware at night. Mm. Um, and it's all of this kind of this this weird anxiety, senior anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that. And it happens a lot. Barnes, I mean, Barnes is going through that. He, um, I think we've talked before, but just to let everybody know, like he is, uh, he's now 13 and he used to be on Prozac. We, he's special. We call him artistic. You know, we think like if he was, if he was a child, he'd be on the spectrum autistic. So he has special needs and we're aware of that. And he's always been like one step away from center, like one step left of center. Like he's just always his. And the way he sees things, I'm sure, is unique. Um, but now it's weird. Like, he'll, he started doing these things where he, we've lived in this house his entire life. He's never lived anywhere else. He know, He's lived in this house for 13 years. We haven't moved the stairs. We haven't moved anything. We, you know, Everything is the same. Pretty much the furniture is the same, too. And so he'll come down the stairs. I had to start putting throw rugs everywhere and runners and things because he started getting wiggy about walking on the floor. And then he's perfectly fine, but he'll he'll do this where he it's like almost like he's walking. He'll freeze like the floors turned to lava mm. and he's afraid to move anywhere. And then he'll freak out and he'll either go to hug the wall or he'll try and run really fast and he'll wipe out for no reason whatsoever. And it's the same route he does every day. Now, I know he's a little bit OCD because he does the same route. Like he won't, he'll walk down the stairs, he goes down the stairs, he'll make a wide arc to the left, and then he'll hug the wall and go through usually. But here's what's unusual. You mess his path up. So uh, I came home from a trip. I had my suitcase in the hall, just gotten home. He Mm -hmm. came down the stairs, made the arc, but wouldn't go down the hall he normally goes because my suitcase was there. So instead, he had to go all the way around the dining room into the kitchen to come back the other way. Mm. And I can I, I heard him fall because he freaked himself out. Like, he just does this weird, all of a sudden. And then this morning, he was outside, and a lot of times it's hard for him, like, to come up the ramp or, like, you know, he'll be, when he gets in the house, he acts really weird. And I had the leash out and the his harness, and I showed him the harness. I said, you want to go for a walk? Boof, ran to the front door. Didn't. Didn't worry about falling, didn't worry about anything. It was like he was so singularly focused. And I was like, dude, are you messing with that? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, you know, um, this is like senioritis, isn't it? It's it's old oh. dog syndrome. It's um, getting, maybe it's like dementia. And I wonder if there's the hugging the wall, um, safety, little dizziness going on. You know, mm. a lot of elderly people get dizziness. And uh, dogs can too, like a vestibular issues. Mm. Um, I think with uh, with maybe that trigger of seeing that leash and that harness, it's a familiar thing, mm-hmm. and it's like the dogs are quite ritualistic, so he knows what it means, and so he's always round to the door probably with with that. So um, he's he he knows that. He remembers that. But it didn't Um, stop him from running. And I will say, we took him to the vet, and I thought it was his eyes. I thought maybe his eyesight's going, because every time he would get weird about things, I'd turn all the lights on if it was low, and he did the same thing. And he said his eyes are fine. He said he's probably just a mental dementia And it could be, but here's, here's, so I've had dizziness, so Mm. I I, I know what it feels like. Um, And sometimes your eye... Um, eyes will, mm-hmm. you know, flick very quickly. And I've forgotten it. it. begins with N. 
um, the stigma. Anyway, you know, it's like a nuss. It's the when you get stopped by the cops, and I've never been stopped for the cops, but when people are by, uh, for DUI, for example, and they they put the finger in front of your face, in oh. front of, and, and you have to follow the finger, it's. It's not how well you follow the finger, it's what your eyes are doing, right? Oh. And so when you're a little dizzy and everything, your eyes start to flick. Um, and oh. there is a special word for it, and I've forgotten um, I what it take, is. So I wonder if I could look at him and see. I've never seen him move. So what I'm saying, because I've suffered from dizziness, you don't always, it's hard to see it. Sometimes you might not know it, that, right. I'm, that, that, I've, that I have a dizzy spell, because... Because my eyes are not showing it, yeah. right? Because there's a difference between in your brain. So let's say if you have vertigo, and um, you can really see somebody who has vertigo mm-hmm. because their eyes will literally just will be rolling. Mm-hmm. They will flick. And dogs that have vestibular disease, like my Sadie, three years before she died, actually, she had a, a an issue where she got vestibular disease. That's it was right. terrifying, and she completely collapsed, and her eyes were rolling in her head. And anyway, so people who have vertigo um, can have that too. But dizziness is something different from vertigo. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm only saying this from my experience. I'm not a doctor, and neither am I a veterinarian, but from my experience, because I've had both. So the dizziness you can't see in the mm-hmm. eyes. So you might be getting a little Can't dizzy. see it in my eyes. So I'm feeling, I'm thinking that whether he's just not stable, right? Mm-hmm. So you put the runners down that are, that he can, instead of wooden floors where he's slipping, um, but he still maybe has had that memory of slipping and he still mm-hmm. freaks him out, even mm-hmm. though that you've done the right thing. And I think he hugs the wall maybe to help, maybe to support himself. Or maybe there is a little dizziness going on there. Yeah. Or he's just nuts. Could be. He's, I mean, he's definitely <laughs> getting, him. oh, he's definitely getting yeah, yeah. some kind of dementia. There, yeah. There's yes. there's no doubt about yes. it. And Sadie would have the same thing. I mean, she would go into the corner mm-hmm. of our kitchen. Mm-hmm. And she would walk into the corner and could not get out. That, I had a lab that did that too. Yeah, yeah. So anxiety, and then yeah, that's like that's dementia. I mm-hmm. mean, that that's an old dog. Just that's it. They get stuck. So um, what can you do about it? Well, what you've done about it is great. You've put runners so your mm-hmm. dog feels safer. Um, is to be as predictable as possible. Mm-hmm. Is to have a predictable ritual. But also don't stop walking your dog. Don't stop doing like nose scent games. Mm-hmm. Don't stop giving great chews or puzzles for the dog to work out because all of these things are really important for old dogs. So you know all these wonderful puzzles that there are out there that are mm-hmm. dog puzzles. You put food in and the dogs work out how to get. Do loads of those. Even Do play loads with of different them toys. Still. I mean, and play with them, right? So yeah, exactly. Just keep them engaged. Keep them. Yeah. Yes, as much as you can. Yeah, and Cashmere, my other dog, the Miracle Dog, who, for those who don't know, haven't been listening to us for years and years, she was diagnosed with cancer five years ago this month. She's a miracle. An utter miracle. And they said they gave us a year to 18 month survival rate. And even the dog oncologist has said, we don't know what's going on. We've never seen this before, but knock on wood, it keeps going. Like, she was nine, she's now 12. And I made a comment to him every time because I, I have to take her to the vet every month to get her blood checked because she's on chemo. She has been for years. And then every three months she gets a scan to see if the tumors are growing. And knock on wood, they are holding steady. And, uh, and you know, dogs don't get sick like we do. So the chemo is fine to do long term. You would, she doesn't even, you look at the dog and you think Barnsley's the one with cancer because mm-hmm. he's the, you would never know. So we don't tell her she has cancer. She doesn't she, know. She just has no idea. Mm-hmm. She just gets great 
people food that, mm-hmm. you know. Meanwhile, we're almost $70,000 in on this dog. I was like, oh, if I'd known that I would have had children, she would have picked out a nursing home. Yeah, right. but, um, and so, but the, but, uh, I mean, even the dog, when I said I made a comment to the vet, Dr. Hamilton, who's phenomenal, and I said, oh, thank you, you know, only if we can make them live forever. And he said to me, you know what, Holly, you kind of have. And I realized that she's 12 and she's starting to slow down. And I always think, oh, is something wrong? Does she have, does she have cancer? I mean, she is, is it finally hitting her? You know, is it, but I forget that she's now 12 and they're both big dogs. But here's something interesting with her. Let's just talk about Holly's weird dogs. But other people may have the same thing. Yeah. Um, so when we take her to the vet, she shakes and trembles. They call her shiver me timbers because she is like, I mean, she just shakes uncontrollably. And I, that's her reaction, you know, and, and it, it's not bad. I mean, they don't do anything. They draw a little blood and she sits there. And every once in a while they'll do a scan, but they don't put her to sleep and they give her treats when she's Doesn't done. Doesn't matter. She's right. still, you know. And yeah, and she does every month, but it's, so she does, she does the shaking thing, but now she does the shaking thing. It's almost like an automatic response now. So when we're at home, sometimes like there was a time it was, um, on a Friday or a Thursday or something and both Sean and I had the day off and we were around or maybe it was around the holiday. That was it. And, and all of a sudden she looked and we both got up and we were doing stuff. She started to shake uncontrollably because we were out of our normal routine. And we were like, no, 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 you're not going to the vet. It's okay. So we kind of, you know, left because I think she thought she was going to the vet. Now, too, like, you know, Sean and I got like, you know, we said something or if I raise my voice, if we get into a tiff, she'll start to shake uncontrollably. And just even the other day, I, I she, you know, I looked at her and I said, hey, you want a treat? And she just started to shake. Like, it's amazing. It's like mm-hmm. some. So what's going on? It's like. She doesn't do it all the time, but yeah, weird? you know, sometimes shaking can be because of pain. Sometimes, obviously, mm-hmm. anxiety, nerves, cold. Uh, um, but I also um, see dogs shaking out of anticipation. Oh. And also, um, Jasmine will shake, and she will look at her food, and she will shake before she eats her food. Oh, so it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's... It, you know, okay, I, I. I don't think it's the the best positive thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, um, but yeah, I think when dogs are sort of shaking, kind of excitement, anticipation, that then then that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely keep an eye on what triggers mm-hmm. triggers that shaking, and you know, pain or anxiety are the the the, the things that I would look at most. Is this dog excited about this and shaking out of excitement or is the dog anxious about a certain procedure? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but Jasmine does the same thing. She she will. Hmm. Um, well, first of all, I'll tell you about her eating um, and we were going to talk about small dogs today. But I think I'm going to I think let's talk about that uh, in the next podcast, okay. because there's so much to talk about small dogs. But I have two small dogs now um, and Jasmine. I feed them at the same time. Jasmine is fed on the ottoman. Bella is fed in the utility room. So they're fed separately, but they can get to each other's bowls. Jasmine will not eat until Bella's finished hers. Will not eat until Bella comes past the ottoman. And then Jasmine will eat. Why is that? So she looks at her food. She shakes as she looks at her food. She gets off the ottoman. She goes to where Bella's, looks at what Bella's doing. She goes back and she will stay by her food until Bella comes close, and as soon as that, she starts eating the so food. She's, like, taunting her or something. I think that from whatever happened before we got her, that she's never been that comfortable around food. And oh. I think that 
but but also she's a resource guarder. Mm-hmm. I have a resource guarder. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think that in a way she kind of needs Bella to be there to eat. It's like she's her comfort. It's it's not so much comfort. It's 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 almost like it's a ritual of behavior now mm. that's been established, and it's somehow like a competition, competitive hmm. thing. As in, or maybe she doesn't want to eat with her back turned until she knows that Bella's finished. Or maybe she has to have Bella in her sight so she's not eating, and then gets attacked by Bella where she well, can't see her. Right. So. Obviously, the Ottoman is Bella can't get up on the Ottoman. Uh-huh. That's why I feed Jasmine out there. Okay. Um, so it's this really weird huh. dynamic. But my dog definitely has food issues, yeah. and um, she 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 has the same shaking. So I would I would love to do more investigation about yeah. why dogs shake, not just because of nerves, not just because they're cold, not just because they're in pain. Mm-hmm. But for other reasons, like some kind of memory recall. Mm, A trigger of something, yeah. Some kind of association. And, you know, that makes sense because, you know, now that I think about it, you've couched it in an interesting way because that day that she started shaking when Sean and I were both home, which is unusual, you know, those days that we take her to the vet, one, you know, usually I take her in the morning to the vet I'm usually gone for, I leave work for work early and Sean's around, but the fact that I was still there when Sean woke up freaked her out because those are the days, that's when we go to the vet. So she was like, oh my God, she's still here and he's getting up to go to work. Oh my gosh, I'm going to the vet. So maybe that was it. And then the whole thing with, you know, hey, you want to treat when I specifically address her like that maybe she thinks i'm going hey it's time to go to the vet come on let's get in the car so she just doesn't have a sense so maybe you know that's usually yeah triggering it i guess so again i always say humans are very ritualistic and dogs pick up on our rituals they Mm. pick up on our words they pick up on our actions they pick up on our ritual ritualized behavior interesting so in order if you see that and you know what the triggers are change your ritual and see what your dog does. And so, you know, once, so now when she's shaking or, for, you know, if I see her and go, hey, you want a treat? Not going to the vet, not doing something you don't want to, you want a treat, but she starts to shake. What do you do? I mean, do you just sort of break that? Well, don't say the words. Right, right. Right? Um, And go out in the yard and give her some food. Okay. Instead or of in give the her house. a treat and then leave. Like, I'm not taking you anywhere. Something, yeah. Okay. Don't, um, so change it. Mm-hmm. Change the picture for her. Change what you say, change what you do, change where you do it, mm. change what you do it with. Change, I mean, and see how see what happens. Interesting. Mm. And is that something that you see with older dogs usually? I see it uh, across the board, but when it's with older dogs, I always worry about um, pain. Yeah. Right. Well, so there's the, the dementia. The there's the 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 sort of senior dog syndrome mm-hmm. as well, but it, it's pain and. If your dog is kind of, we call it pain guarding, so they're limping mm-hmm. or they're having difficulty getting up or lying down, they don't want to go upstairs anymore, they're starting to lick themselves in a certain area, um, and it might not be the area that's painful, like mm-hmm. a lot of dogs have arthritis and they can't get to their hips mm-hmm. and they'll start chewing their feet, mm-hmm. right, because it's referred pain and it's the only way that they can do something to stop that painful feeling. 
take your dog to the vet. Mm -hmm. And if your vet says good and your dog's still doing it, take your your dog to a um a, a an orthopedic vet. Mm -hmm. Somebody who really knows what to look for. Get an X-ray. When, I remember when um, the first time I ever saw Cashmere Shake was when she we found out she had cancer. She had a mass that burst in her stomach. We didn't know what it was, but it was like having an appendicitis. So I guess it was painful. What I noticed from her, she did do the shaking, but she was also panting and drooling. Oh yes. So are those other signs of pain? Yeah, panting, panting is a is a sign of pain. Old dogs pant anyway more than younger dogs, mm -hmm. right? So Sadie panted a lot, but I I knew that she was not in pain because we were we were keeping her pain in check. Mm -hmm. Um. So she panted, of course, she panted when she was hot. She right. panted, and she's just an old dog, so they just pant more. But there's sort of the the kind of the uncontrollable, can't stop kind of panting. Yeah, and she and would, yeah, that that shaking, panting, and yeah. the drooling. The drooling it can be nausea sometimes as well. It can be anxiety as well. But a lot of dogs drool when they feel nausea. So it was kind of all that together. She would pant, pant, stop, and then she would sh tremble. Yeah, and then she would pant, pant, stop, tremble. You know, so I knew it was out of the ordinary. Now when she shakes. She's looking at me directly. I've addressed her. There's a certain trigger that I know. It's interesting. And then as soon as I diffuse the situation or direct it somewhere else, she'll stop. Yeah. Or you just so, turn around yeah. and walk away. Yeah, yeah. That's usually what I do. When she thought we were taking her to the vet, I was like, nope, going to get coffee. And I, she stopped mm -hmm. as soon as she saw us go down mm -hmm. the stairs and we weren't calling her. So. Yeah. Bless our heart. Oh, my God. Our dogs, they just pick up on everything with us. They really do. So we're, you and I are getting older, too. And since you're one of my best friends, here's the deal. Um, if I start to shiver, just give me a treat. I will. You like food. <laughs> I, I like food, food too. I, I like food. food, too. But I think the most important thing is that, you know, there's, there's like, we have to. You're, you're practicing. You know, you're doing yoga. You're meditating. Mm -hmm. We have to find ways for our dogs to not only have enriching environments, but also to have times where they, too, can relax where they too can not meditate, but you know what I mean. They have space in that time to be able to relax even through the day. If you do have an older dog that is waking up at night but sleeping all day, then try and do more with your older dog during the day so they sleep more at night, mm -hmm. right? So, mm -hmm. um, And it's easy to kind of get into, well, I don't want to wake my dog up. I, my dog's really old. It needs to sleep. No, wake your dog up and make and do something stimulating with your dog or do something relaxing. Even if you just, I guess, laid and pet with them, they're not going to sleep if they, you know, if you're constantly touching them and petting yeah, them, it's just still don't. something if they can't do something active. Just, just, just leave them be. We all need to kind of be calm and meditate at yeah. various times. <laughs> Hopefully better than I did. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, to everybody out there, um, I hope you have a great week. And again, it's wonderful to have you here, Holly, and Thanks. to chat. I love our podcasts. And to everybody out there, namaste. <laughs> I'll let you know how it goes next time. Good luck. Thanks for tuning in to Victoria Stillwell's Positively Podcast. For more information, visit Positively.com. Get connected on Facebook and YouTube as Victoria Stillwell or follow her on Twitter at Victoria S. Be sure to tune in next time as Victoria helps to change dogs' lives positively. Positively.